Hey guys, welcome to the Cobra Command Collective. My name is Jill and I'm with Coach Tiff. Hey, and today we are going to talk to you guys about COVID-19, coronavirus. Oh yeah. Whatever you prefer. We just call it the Rona around our house. (laughs) I was hoping that you would say that. (laughs) The Rona. The Rona. (laughs) I've heard so many different little uh, quips for what to call it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, the topic of pretty much all discussion lately. Uh, yeah. So we thought we would tackle it from a little bit of a fitness perspective and a little bit of a sciencey perspective, but then also just from a gym perspective. Right. Well, and I feel like that's our point of view. And for most of our listeners and our community at C3, that's probably their point of view. Yeah. So So let's start with some little quick facts about the coronavirus. Um, So I found this interesting. Coronavirus um, is been around for over. um, And it's actually not just coronavirus. Uh, The actual disease name, Well, coronavirus comes from the SARS family. Um, This particular variation does. Um, And it is called COVID-19 as a uh, little acronym of Coronavirus Disease 2019. That was, when you told me that, I was like, what? Yeah. So smart. Um, So that's the disease name. Mm The virus, you know, obviously coronavirus in the SARS family and then COVID-19 is the disease indicator, um, which is super interesting. I watched a whole little video documentary about the bat situation. Yeah. What's up with that? I feel like I've heard I haven't done my own research from anything. I've just heard or seen so many little like things about it and I don't know what's real. So for the most part, anything in the coronavirus family, which there are seven different types of coronavirus, but all of them are zoonotic diseases, Mm -hmm. uh, which means that they're a hybrid of disease that has come from animals. Um, So like like swine flu um, obviously comes from swine and Mm -hmm. bird flu comes from birds. Um, and Corona, this variation of coronavirus, um, actually comes from bats. That is true. Um, but typically it means that that virus that came from the bat is an offshoot. So it had some type of mutation that made it transferable to humans. Hmm. Um, so the, the, um, Spanish flu epidemic of 1918, um, that was actually a combination of, bird flu and swine flu that became, um, I don't know, prone to humans. So what they said is like in some kind of weird, perfect world, a pig must've got exposed to bird flu at the same time. It got exposed to the human flu and such was born the Spanish flu. flu. Yeah. That's so crazy. So same kind of thing here. But it, what's what's ironic is 
um, MERS, SARS, all these big pandemics that we've Mm -hmm. had in the last century or so have all, for the most part, originated out of live animal markets because conditions are like basically perfect for the cross-contamination of viruses. Oh, I mean, that makes total sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what's really crazy is, uh, we are exposed to the, to the coronaviruses like every single day. And what I mean by that is your common cold is actually a coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Um, most of your common flus are a variation of a coronavirus, but how, um, like how they get rated onto a pandemic level is basically on an XY chart or an XY axis. Um, you have lethality and contagiousness. And if they, if, if the coronavirus factors high on both of those levels, then it's considered to be a pandemic. Hmm. Yeah. Gotta love so, science. So there's some um, fast facts. Love it. For you about the coronavirus. Yeah. But the thing that really is important and, and is what we're going to get into is the best way to beat it. Like across the board, everything I've read says the best way to beat it is to build your immunity. And obviously, the science as a whole looks at building immunity by vaccinating. And that's the quick, easy answer. But we don't have that answer right now. So what's the next best way to build your immunity? Yeah. Well, exercise. And that's also, I mean, that's a science-backed form of immunity building as well. Um, yep. There's so many studies about uh, how exercise mobilizes immune cells in your body, like T cells and proteins that help um, tell your immune cells where to go or tell them to make more of themselves. Uh, and there was a cool, like you can think of almost every workout that you do that you're mobilizing your cells so that they're just out trucking around your body just looking for a fight like they are ready to respond and attack anything and with vigor versus somebody who might be sedentary or working out sporadically their cells are going to be slower to react there's not going to be as many of them and they're not when they do react the reaction won't be um as big and as intense so um working out is i would say like the number one way that and eating well which we've kind of covered in our last week podcast, but fitness mm-hmm. is really the number one way. If you can't get um, a vaccine, it's the number one way to build your immunity. Yeah. We'll actually come back to that, but it's a, exercise is also a way to help reduce the risk factors associated with yeah. COVID. Yeah. Um, so you had a pretty good list going on of what those risk factors were, Tiff. What, what did you have there? Well, I had the number one risk factor um, was obesity. And I think that's, everybody has seen that. We've heard it on the news. We've seen it talked about in like every news article um, that in pre-existing health conditions, which some people can't like help some of those, but obesity is one of those ones you can't help. Yeah. Well, I've seen too, some other chronic diseases obviously associated with obesity or like that, that, are heightened due to obesity fall into that too. So like your diabetes, your heart disease. Um, like if you're somebody who, uh, suffers from COPD, like those kinds of things as well. You could say diseases of lifestyle. 
Yeah. Yep. The um, things that CrossFit has actively been fighting. Oh, right. And even in the last year that Glassman has completely 180 his company away from elite fitness necessarily and more towards general public health and fighting those lifestyle diseases. Yep. So. Um, but there's, there's some new risk factors kind of popping up. Yeah. Um, that not, I don't, they're not like specifically related to getting the disease, but more the social um, impact that we've had from having to have these stay at home orders. And those are the things that come with isolation. Yeah. So um, obviously like added stress, depression. Um, I think a lot of people have really discovered. Um, I know I'm an extrovert um, for the most part. Mm-hmm. I would say I, I have some uh, introvert traits, but um, like I'm very much charged up by uh, social interaction. So it's been really challenging Um, And I know it's been challenging for my other extroverts um, that are at the gym on the regular to be stuck at home. Um, And some of that is starting to, to come to fruition. Um, Definitely. I feel like those like depression, anxiety, stress. mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you're starting to see um, people come out. Like the um like just driving around the last couple of weeks, um, like it was pretty sparse all the time. And I would say in like the last week, now the the nice weather helps, but in mm-hmm. the last week, you're starting to see more and more people like venturing out just because yeah, like that isolation is starting to take hold. Yeah, the like, risk reward. They're like, no, nah, I got to get out of the house. I'm going yeah. crazy. Yeah, I need I need to get away for a second. Yeah. Just a second. And that's so like Brian is, uh, my husband is definitely an extrovert. Like the first couple of weeks we were home every night, he was FaceTiming with people. He was getting back in touch with like, uh, old Marine Corps buddies and people he hadn't talked to like SWAT team people that he hadn't talked to in a while, just cause he needed the social interaction. But, um, it's funny now he would never do the grocery shopping before, but now the last couple of weeks he's <laughs> on it. Cause I think he just needs to get out of like, he needs to get out of the house and going to the store is social now. Like that's yeah the, the new world we're living in. Yeah. But like, it's crazy at the same time. It's like not in that like grocery stores are right. now like, like one way traffic aisles right. and stuff to mm-hmm. try to help with social distancing. But like, we've been in our little cave of our houses for so long, just seeing somebody, even if they're 10 feet away, it's like, hi. Oh yeah. <laughs> just seeing people. Yeah. Yeah. I like, um, so we've done two park workouts now and I've had completely different crews at both of them, which is amazing, mm-hmm. but it's so funny because they're so giddy when oh. they see each other, like, ah. so happy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, so th- that's a part of this that, that we have to think about moving forward too, is, is that isolation and the, um, the risk factors that come with that as yeah. well, well, which is you, why striking a balance is hard. It is. Um, and there's t- two little points that popped into my head when you said that. And one was that those social risk factors is kind of how I think, or isolation related risk factors could also turn into physical risk factors because if you're stressed out and your cortisol levels are getting higher and higher, if you have 
constantly or consistently or chronically elevated cortisol level, your immunity goes down. So if you are so stressed out during this time and you're just anxiety ridden, um, if you do get exposed to any sort of virus, whether it's a common cold or the flu or, um, or influenza or coronavirus, COVID-19, your risk factor, your immunity level is going to be low because you've just been stressed out this whole time. Yep. That's very, very true. Yeah. And well, in that, like you, exactly what you said, that just makes you more susceptible to, Mm -hmm. um, catching something too, which is, it is counter to, uh, typically you'll have a lower contagion level, uh, if you're working out regularly and that mm-hmm. you have that exercise base um, kind of there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, also, like, back to why you should continue to work out and, like, props to everyone who has. Like, we've had yeah. such good results on that. Like, if you do get sick, if you do, whether it's the common cold or coronavirus – um, you're going to recover faster. Oh, right. You've taught your body how to repair itself regularly, how to, how to fight, um, you know, muscle yeah, you, recovery I mean, like and immunity. Your body. Yeah. Your body, yeah. Be- every workout you get, you're giving a super dose, basically like a new rush of immune cells and, um, protein cells that are related to immunity production. Like, you're giving yourself a little boost of those, like a booster shot, every workout, literally every workout that happens. It's, it's not like you have to work out for a week, like five days for a week, and then you get that result. It's literally every workout. So every time you complete a workout, you're uh, like building your armor up against this thing. And so like just because you have that armor doesn't mean you won't get it. But if you do get it, your body's primed you're gonna, ready to yes. attack it. Yeah. Your response is going to be so much better on that same note. Like I'm going to tie this back to, and you're going to love this. I'm excited (laughs) for you to hear this. Uh, I've had a couple conversations with people lately where like they say that at home workouts don't feel the same as at the gym. And you know, it's hard to get the same push you have at the gym or the same intensity level, but here's the deal. You get that shot of immunity, whether you just put in the work and that's it, or you go balls to the wall. It doesn't matter. You reap the benefit either way. Um, You told me this and I've been sharing it with people, but like, yeah, it's hard to work out at home, um, but we still need it for stress management, for immunity, for all these different things. But guess what? It's just blade sharpening season. We're just making ourselves better so that when Mm -hmm. we get to the gym, we can cut some shit down yeah (laughs) right yeah exactly you're preparing yourself this is really um and i mean this is a bit of a rabbit hole but i i even have to tell myself that all the time um that it doesn't matter if my workout was cut short because the kids woke up or if i only went like 70 percent effort because i wasn't feeling it um waking up making sure you're staying on routine making sure you're making the right choices right now that's the important thing like yeah, the actual what the thing is and how hard you do it and how intense you are on it, that's a, a lesser importance. The fact that you're checking the box and that you're sharpening your blade is the important thing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. that will help with both of the risk factors, uh, well, with 
the lifestyle risk factors and with the isolation risk factors. Yeah, exactly. Um, for for this disease and honestly for any illness that might be out there. Yeah. So just just put in the work whatever it might be. Yeah, there was a cool study um about astronauts going into space um where the higher cardiovascular fitness they had, the lower rate of flare-ups they had for diseases that like once you get you carry forever so usually like herpes complex related so like Epstein-Barr and shingles um they are carriers for those but if they're the higher level of cardiovascular fitness they had the lower rate of flare-up they had while they were in space and the lower rate of um I can't think of the word for it right now. My mind's going blank, but uh, like trans transfer, like they didn't infect other people. Yeah. They didn't can, like, you know? Yeah. So, like contagion level. Yeah. Like was lower. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so even just by like diseases that you have forever, your body's response to fighting them and keeping them at bay is impacted by being fit. And it's like I said, it's just not even in just the CrossFit world. This is a widely recognized thing. Well, and if you think about that on the long-term scale, like how awesome is that? If you can reduce your transfer, reduce your contagion over time, like, or a disease like that, where it's, it's sedentary, sedentary for so long, like Mm -hmm. in your body, you can maintain that. That's, that's best case scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and even looking at long age, so, um, or long age. That's a really good way to say that. (laughs) You can tell it's really early that we're recording this guys. Um, Like the longer you live. So you have telomeres at the end of your DNA. Every time you replicate DNA, those little telomeres get shorter. So if you think of like a shoelace and you have a little plastic cap on the end, every time you make a new DNA, we'll say those caps get shorter, but the more you work out and the more cardiovascular fitness you have, the more you fight the shortening of those. And once they get short to the end, then like things start going wrong or you die, stuff like that. You're old. Um, but if you're, <laughs> you're old, fit, those little caps <laughs> last longer. So you're not only by exercising, not only setting yourself up to live a better life, but you're setting yourself up to live longer and without disease that comes from um, weird DNA mutations. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that, I mean, the more you get into the rabbit holes or start digging into what happens to your body when you work out, you really feel like, man, I need to work out every day and everyone I know and love should be working out every day. Yeah. And I mean, that's why on such a grand scale, everyone believes that there's so much good about exercising. It's just, it's hard Mm -hmm. because- you have to fit it into life and and we understand that, but that's what we're here to help you with. Exactly. Because we're really excited about those positive things. Right. Right. Exactly. Tiff, that's actually a really great segue into, um, the question that I'm getting on the regular right now is when do we expect to open? Are we going to open soon? Um, and then what is that going to look like? Um, so, um, Right now it's the 28th of April and we're going to publish this today. So it'll, it'll still be accurate. Um, and technically the Kansas stay at home order will expire on three May. And it does look like, uh, businesses will get to open. Um, 
I don't know exactly what um, criteria is going to come down uh, for gyms to reopen. Mm -hmm. Um, But we do know that there are going to be some things that we should expect uh, when the gym reopens. Um, And honestly, if we consider how the gym closed um, and do it in reverse order, that's kind of what we're going to expect to reopen. Um, So social distancing is the first one I, I expect. Um, honestly, for quite a while, we're going to have to adhere to some social distancing um, criteria. Uh, so whether that's, you know, less than groups, groups smaller than 10, uh, six feet of distance between everything, we, we're going, we're just going to go ahead and plan for that in the gym. Yeah. Um, so like the RSVP system will be in place. Mm-hmm. Um, you're probably going to see outlined places on the floor where you're going to work out so that we can contain you. And, and, you know, like bodily fluid and all that stuff in a contained area so that we can, um, make sure that disinfecting is appropriate and all that kind of stuff. That just means every day you come to class, you might feel like you're doing the open, how we set up Friday night lights with your lane. So like every day will be a competition and you're going to go extra hard because of it. (laughs) And honestly, I do think that there is going to be an element of that just because of the, like coming back together as a group and that social push. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that we're going to see that. And honestly, we, we might even capitalize on that with like doing some kind of fun, like throwdown or something. Right. Yeah. Um, just to like, because like, I feel like we miss that social factor so much though, you know, we've done a lot. We've been trying to do a lot to, to keep that alive virtually. Oh um, yeah. The game night that I went to, um, filled up my heart for a while it was so nice to see everyone and just to laugh with everyone um the pictures you shared of the cooking the zoom cooking family night date night that you guys did looked so fun yeah that was super like we're gonna do that again whether we're whether we're open or closed like that's gonna happen well and i hope so fun the book club keeps going oh yeah and it can be virtual like we could have in meeting like in-house and set up a zoom for anyone who can't make it. Cause that was awesome. It was great to talk, um, get some deep conversations going. Uh, oh my God. But the book, book choice was perfect given the circumstances. Oh too. my gosh. Yes. Like, it was, it was so good. Um, so those are some th- things that you can expect to see continue. Um, also when the gym reopens, like some of those things that we, we did, like we just found, we can be so much more than just a gym. Mm -hmm. Like we can really get uh, on some of that community building stuff and, and make it even more, even more special than, than what it was. um, If we continue some of those things. Yeah. Um, I think too, that when you come back to the gym, there's going to be some things, um, some new steps that are required, whether it's like I direct you straight to the bathroom to wash your hands, or we might be mandated to take temperatures of people as they arrive. Yeah. Um, there's gonna, there's gonna be some of that stuff as well that I just want to put out there so that it's not like weird when we get there and that's what's happening. When I think, um, I mean, people experience that at the gym and that'll be our experience because that's where we work. But a lot of people who will be returning to work, that they'll be experiencing the same changes. Oh yes. Um, Oh yes. 
Yeah. So um, we don't have all the answers right now, but, you know, as we have them and as we set our systems into place, we're going to let everyone know um, it is going to be different. And I think it's going to be different for a while, but that doesn't mean that it it can't still work. Um, And really, I just want everyone to know we're going to do whatever it takes to keep our our people safe, because at the end of the day, um, your health and safety is the most important thing to us. So um, whether we do choose to close our doors again at some point, because we don't want something to spread or, uh, you know, maybe we do see the curve starting, starting to go back up and, um, and we follow suit with whatever the County, um, health department recommends or, or whatever it might be. Um, we do everything we're going to, we're going to take every step and every action that we take with health and safety at the forefront of our mind, which I mean, I hope, that should be obvious when people come to the gym that's when we tell them to either take weight off the bar or watching them and giving them techniques on or tips on their techniques and coaching on their technique uh we're doing that because we want them to be safe and obviously we want them to be efficient perform better and get the most out of their workout but number one we want them to be safe we program the way that we program because we want people to be safe and so of course we would respond to this pandemic in a way that keeps safety at the forefront yeah, absolutely. I mean, we literally talked about it a couple of weeks ago with uh, why we why at home programming might feel a little bit different than in the gym, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to be as technical because there's not the watchful eye of a coach at your right. at your house. Though, if you want to submit video, please do. <laughs> oh, I've, that's been my favorite thing. The people have submitted videos. Trinity has sent me a lot. Allison has sent me a couple. Oh. I don't know about the rest of the coaches and I'm sure you'll agree, but I just miss coaching someone and giving an athlete that feedback. Like it almost leaving a session, whether it's personal training or small group or class, like leaving a session as a coach, you almost have like a high feeling from it, from helping people and watching them work hard. And you get like a little contact high from them and their workout. And gosh, I just don't have that right now. Oh, it's so true. Like, well, we've talked about it before. You, you can have a rough day and then go coach class and it like completely fixes everything. Oh, definitely. Like there, there's some, I don't know. It fills our hearts as coaches and th- and that's yeah. how you know you're supposed to be a coach. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I'll tell you the other thing that has really filled my heart is, uh, I feel like it was just a funny thing that CrossFitters would say, or that coach Glassman would say, and that's CrossFit's preparing for the unknown and the unknowable. And I feel like that's, the first thing everyone thought of was like, yeah, what if you have to lift a car off someone? Like the classic response to that. Yeah. You have to go save a kid. Like, but I feel like this is the thing, the moment in our lives, this is for, for a lot of people, this is the thing they've been training for. Like you're fit now. So you, your immunity level is up. You have a dedicated fitness routine that you are motivated to stick to. And that's helping you keep your immune system up. It's helping you to combat some of these isolation related risk factors. Like this could be the thing that you've been building your armor for. This could be it. Yeah. And this could be what decides, you know, like who moves forward and, and yeah, Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. That's so true. What a great way to, to bring it all together in the end. There we go. (laughs) I love that. All right, guys. Uh, anything else you want to throw out there, Tiff? No, I don't think so. I, um, 
one is just maybe a business tip for you. If we do have to stay closed, I feel like our people are so committed to getting back in the gym. You might be able to make some money on the black market, opening it up secretly. (laughs) We'll have like an underground CrossFit gym. People will be coming from miles away. Underground CrossFit. Knock to get in. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Summertime is coming. We're going to have to have those doors open. Right. (laughs) They don't care. They'll be so. They don't care. They'll come sweat to death and work out just to get one with other people. Just to get it in. Our busiest time will be six a.m. Yeah, before the sun before comes it gets up. Hot. We'll start classes really early. Yeah. But, oh, I love it. Yeah, that might that might be something for me to consider. No, right? <laughs> no, we would never, uh, never. We would never do that. Do that. <laughs> I love but, it. All um, right. Well everyone we miss you guys we're excited uh that it looks like things will open up um but please know that we're going to take our time try to do it right we're going to try to to keep everything as safe and sound as we possibly can um moving forward so yeah yeah all right that was good that was great that was a good one i loved it yeah lots of info lots of info yeah All right, guys. Well, that has been the Cobra Command Collective. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe, leave, subscribe, leave us a review, uh, and then follow us on your favorite podcast platform, whatever that might be. Um, yeah. All right, guys, make sure you command your fitness, command your nutrition, command your life. Thanks. (laughs) 